This is Trey Johnson, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this teaching. I pray that it empowers you, encourages you, and motivates you to know God and to be who He's created you to be. Luke chapter 5, verse 12. It's been our foundational scripture, verse 12. And it happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus, and he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then he put out his hand and he touched him, saying, I... Am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. Now for so long, religion has focused on the question of the leper. And we've allowed the questioning of the leper to lead our prayer. If, if, if you're willing, if, instead of allowing the statement and the answer of the Lord Jesus to direct our prayer. Instead of the question directing directing our prayer, let's let Jesus' statement and response direct our prayer. Because Jesus triumphs and trumps, of course He triumphs, that's who He is, triumphant, but He trumps Ph.D., He trumps doctrine of divinity. He he trumps opinion. He trumps theory. Jesus trumps tradition. Like what Brother Hagin used to say, PhD stands for Poso Digger. Hold your place. Go with me to Matthew chapter 15 talking about authority over demons and disease. Matthew 15, verse 6. Say this with me. I I receive receive everything I need tonight. I receive receive everything I need tonight. tonight. Matthew 15, verse 6. In the Amplified, it says, So for the sake of your tradition, the rules handed down by your forefathers, you have set aside the Word of God, depriving it of force and of authority and making it of no effect. You have set aside the Word of God, depriving it, depriving it of force and authority and making it of no effect for the sake of tradition. For the sake of tradition. We have deprived... Go with me back uh, to Luke, Luke chapter 9. We have deprived... Deprived means to to starve, to take away. We have deprived the power of God. We have taken away from the power of God. We have taken away from the force of God flowing because of tradition, not necessarily in in this church, but every one of us, we have to deal with a certain degree of tradition and religion. But as the body of Christ in whole, we've deprived 
the power of God from working because of tradition, because of theory, because of opinion, because of a degree, because of a scholar, because of, of not being able to explain why this didn't happen and this didn't happen instead of always having the final authority being the Word of God. Period. No matter what we see, no matter what we feel, no matter the way things look, period. No more depriving the Word of God. No, no more depriving the power of God. No more depriving. No more, no more holding back when the Word of God it goes forth. We take it. We receive it. We believe it. We have it. We live in it. We live in it. We live in it. We don't just step over and visit. No, no we live there. We're not just in the, the borders of Christianity, just thank God we're saved and going to heaven, but, but no, we live in it, just like the children of Israel. We don't go visit and come back. No, we possess like Joshua and Caleb. We live in it. We take this mountain and this mountain and this mountain and this mountain. We live in it. And when we take that mountain, we continue to take mountain after mountain after mountain like the, the tribe of Judah. They continued to take until there was so much that they had to, had to share with the other tribes because the other tribes, they didn't take what was theirs. But Judah, the tribe of praise, did. And we're of the line of the tribe of Judah. That's just in our DNA that we take and we possess and we walk in authority and dominion. We rule and reign in this life by one man, Jesus Christ. We don't just get by. We don't just settle. Once again, we, we don't just visit. I just, that just keeps coming up in my heart. We don't just visit. We, we live there. We live in victory. We think victory. We believe victory. We act victorious. We talk victorious. We praise victorious. We, we live there. We live in victory. He's Jehovah Nisi, the God of victory. We live there. We, we live there. Luke chapter 9, we have authority and dominion over sickness and disease. Luke chapter 9, verse 1. He called His twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And they amplified. Then Jesus called together. Jesus called, called, together, called, called, together. He called. When I see that word called, it always just speaks relationship, intimacy. He called. When, when Jesus called the disciples, it was on purpose. When he called you and I, it was on purpose. It wasn't just so we can go to heaven. Yes, that, that's part of it. When he, when he called us out of the kingdom of darkness and called us into the kingdom of Jesus Christ, it was on purpose. For you to fulfill purpose. It was on purpose. He called them together and He, he gave them power. He, he gave them. The head of the church, Jesus. That is the same yesterday, the same today, and the same forever. He gave them power and authority over all demons, over every demon, over every imp, over every demonic spirit, over all, all demons, not some, all, all demons, all demons, all demons. He, he gave, Jesus gave over all demons and a, an authority to cure diseases, power and authority over all, all demons. See, authority is just delegated power. 
you're a born-again child of God, you have power. You have power. But see, tradition, they've, they've taught us kind of like a, a guy out in the wilderness or something. They, they hand him a gun and says, this is in case the bear comes. And then they, they pause for a moment and they say, well, wait a minute. Maybe it's God's will that the bear eat you. <laughs> so you have power, but maybe don't use the power because it might be God's will that you be eaten by the bear. And as children of God, we have the power. And God intends for us to use the gun. He didn't just give us the power so we feel better while the bear eats us. <laughs> and that's a lot of times the way that, that, that church has looked at things, that, oh, okay, I've got the power, but it, it might not be God's will for me to use it. No, it's God's will for you to use the power. It, it, it's God's will. Jesus is the same yesterday. He's the same today, and He's the same forever. And the same Jesus that gave the disciples power and authority over all, all demons, over all demons... Over all demons. Over every big, hairy, ugly demon. All of them. All of them. And over every disease. Over every, over every disease. Every, every, every disease. Every disease. Every kind of disease. Brother Vic taught through... Deuteronomy 28, every one of them, all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. I'm trying to, to go slow so I just don't take off running off the top of the chairs here. Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. It says, and when he had called, say called. Twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness. Some kinds of sickness? All kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. All kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. The word power is the same word for authority. Exousia, power and authority. He gave you and I power and authority. And people say, well, well that's Jesus. Jesus was not operating as God. He was operating as a man like you and I. And he was our example of a man full of the Spirit of God that healed all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And he had power and authority over all demons, over all demons. And he gave it not just to the 12, not just to the 70, not just to Paul, not just to the book of Acts, but he gave it to you and I. All, all kinds of sickness, all kinds of disease, all kinds, all kinds of demons. We have power and authority over all. Say all. All, all, demons, all demons. All disease. All disease. All disease. We're not supposed to be scared of sickness. We're not supposed to be scared of cancer. We're not supposed to be get scared of, of heart attack and, and clogged arteries. All, all sickness, all disease. Tumors. Don't you be scared of tumors. All, all sickness, all disease. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. The one backing us up is greater. Greater than he that's in the world. The one that's in the world is the devil. The power backing up the devil is not as great as the power backing up you and I. Luke chapter 10 verse 19, it says, Behold, behold, behold. In other words, pay attention, look, get a halt. Get a halt. Get a halt. In the rodeo world, they, they sit and they're getting down on a bull or they're riding a bucking horse or they're, they're flanking. Get, get a halt! Come on, get a halt! Why? Because you're on a purpose. You're on assignment. 
And he's saying, get a hold, behold. Behold. I gave you power and authority to trample over snakes and scorpions and over all, all the power of the enemy. All of it, all of it. And nothing, 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 nothing shall harm us. Nothing. We are the body of Jesus Christ. We're not the wimpy. You mean those commercials? Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Hefty, hefty, hefty. (laughs) We're on the hefty, hefty, hefty. Side. Now, I'm not talking hefty, hefty, hefty. I'm talking hefty, hefty, hefty in the spiritual realm. Behold, behold, I give unto you power and authority to trample over snakes, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. We've got to remember the power backing us up, which is God Himself, is so much greater than the power backing up any sickness, any disease, any demon, any addiction, any lack, any problem. Greater, 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Greater. Remember the, the story the, uh, uh, of the police officer that has the whistle and he stands out there directing traffic and he blows the whistle and it stops the car. Not because he has the power in himself to stop the car, but the authority backing him up, the power backing him up, gives him the ability to stop the car. And at 2,000 pounds, however much a car weighs, stops because of the authority backing him. Well, he says, I give you power and authority over all demons, over all sickness, over all disease. And it's time for you to raise your hand up in the name of Jesus and say, stop. Stop. Cancer, you no longer have a right to live in this body in the name of Jesus. Like you no longer have a right to remain in this family in the name of Jesus. Stop. Stop. Mark. Chapter 1, we have power and authority over all sickness, over all demons. Mark 1, verse 21, then they went into Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority not as the scribes. Now pause there for a moment. When he taught, he taught, as, he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. He, he taught... Uh, let's keep going. I'll come back to that. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. When I read that, I, I know who you are. It reminds me of Acts chapter 19, verses 14 through 20 there. Remember the seven sons of Sceva? And they tried to, to cast out devils by the name of Jesus who Paul preaches and the devil stopped, the demon stopped, the demon-possessed man stopped and he says, Paul I know, and Jesus I know, but who are you? <laughs> And the demon-possessed man jumped on them and beat them up and ripped their clothes off and they ran down naked, ran out of the house naked, wounded. I believe as children of God, the devil knows who we are. Coming from this house, why? Because we don't allow the traditions of men to make the Word of God of no effect in our life. We understand that we have power and authority over all demons, all demons and all diseases. Ah, 
you, 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 you shouldn't say that. No, no, we should say that. We should say that. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You're the redeemed of the Lord, right? You say you're a child of God. You say you're going to heaven. Well, you say you're healed by the stripes of Jesus. You say you're the head, not the tail. You say you're blessed. You say you're an overcomer. You say that. You say cancer, you don't live in my body. Tumor, you don't live in my body. Disease, you don't live in my body. You die instantly in my presence in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus gave us power and authority over all sickness, over all diseases. All of it. Go with me to John 14. Pause there for a moment. Let me finish here before I get... Let me, let me finish. Verse 25. Mark 1, 25. It says, Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority... He commands even unclean spirits, and they obey Him. And immediately His fame spread throughout all the region and Galilee. Now back up in verse 22, And they were astonished at His teaching, for He taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. He taught them as one having authority. Why was Jesus' teaching different than the religious people? Because whenever He spoke, He wasn't speaking about some man's opinion. He wasn't speaking about something that sounded good. He was speaking in a way because he knew the will of the Father. He knew his assignment and purpose. He knew that it wasn't up for grabs. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. No, when he taught, he taught from the heartbeat of his Father. And he knew that it would be done on earth as it was in heaven. And they said, what, 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 what doctrine is this? What is this? It reminds me of... I was uh, helping this uh, a group of different denominations. They had this big uh, this big concert deal in in Midland, and and I just volunteered to, to pray in the prayer tent. And and they, I mean, there's twenty thousand plus people out in the middle of this pasture worshiping the Lord and everything. And and uh, this man come in, leg was hurt and everything. I mean, he was just dragging a leg. He was hurt. The, the 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 not the ambulance, but the first aid team, whatever they were called, brought him in there, and all these different denominations, they didn't maybe don't believe the same way that we believe. And they brought the guy in. I just went right at it, prayed for him. God healed him like that. And probably just a couple minutes later, I look up, and there's about three of them lined up, and they had a list. No kidding, like 20-something prayer requests, and they're just looking at me. Will you pray? I said, you better believe we'll pray. That day we went on. One guy got delivered, uh, cast out devils out of the guy. He got saved, filled with the Holy Spirit. Hundreds gave their life to the Lord. Why? Because of the greater one that's on the inside of us. The, the same greater one that's on the inside of you. The same greater one that's on the inside of me. So whenever you speak, people know that there's something different about you. Why? Because it's not an opinion. It's not a theory. It's not, it, it is the will of God. It is the word of God. It is the power of God. And we're not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And it's time for us, we, it's time for us to rise up and, and, and to not just experience it every now and then, but we live there. 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 John chapter 14. We have power and authority over all sickness, over all demons. We do. Say, I do. I do. 
John chapter 14. Just to kind of settle that Jesus was operating as a man just like you and I, men and women. Verse 10, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? John 14, 10. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak in my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Verse 12, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now right here, he's not talking about prayer. John chapter 16, verse 23 and 24, he says, You ask the Father in the name of Jesus, and whatever you ask, it will be done for you by my Father which is in heaven. But right here, the word ask in the Greek is the word demand. And it says, whatever you demand in my name. Demand as your rights and privileges. Whatever you demand as your rights and privileges. It is our right and it is our privilege to walk in divine health and healing. It is our right and it is our privilege to have power over all demons. Not some demons, over all demons and over all diseases. Not some diseases, not some sickness, over all sickness, over all disease. That is our right and that is our privilege. And he says right here, whatever you demand, whatever you, whatever you take a stake in, whatever you lay hold of, I will do it. I will watch over my word to perform it. I, I will do it. I will do it. I will. I will. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. We have power and authority over all demons and over all disease. Now go with me to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Say, I have power. I have authority. Over all sickness. Over all demons. Over all disease. Luke chapter 4 verse 32. Now we're going to read the same account that we read a while ago, but we're going to go forward. We're going to see how Jesus dealt with demons and sickness. Verse 31, Luke 4, 31. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbath. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. Now in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying... Hang on, devil, let me check with my prayer chain. Notice when Jesus encountered a devil, he didn't call up 20 of his prayers. There's nothing wrong with praying. that We need to pray in order for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. But whenever you get people to pray, make sure they know how to pray and what to pray and when to pray and how to be directed in prayer says right here, Jesus rebuked him. How did Jesus deal with the devil? How did Jesus deal with the devil? He rebuked him saying, be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. 
Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What word this is, for with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the report about him went out into every place in the surrounding region. Verse 38, now notice what he did next. Now he arose from the synagogue, and he entered Simon's house, but Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served him. So he rebuked the devil because we have power and authority over all devils. And he rebuked the fever because we have power and authority over all sickness and over all disease. He rebuked the devil and he rebuked the fever. He rebuked the devil and he rebuked the fever. He rebuked the devil and he rebuked the fever. It's time for us to rebuke the devil and rebuke sickness and disease. Remember remember the, the, the vision that Brother Hagin had, of, of the Lord was teaching him about demons and devils and demon possession and oppression and, and, he, and he had this, uh, this vision and, and the Lord's communicating and all of a sudden this little monkey-like figure just, just got in between him and the Lord and started saying, yakety-yak, yakety-yak, yakety-yak. And this, this film, this fog, just went up between him and the Lord, and, and the Lord didn't stop talking, and the Lord kept talking, and Brother Hagin was, he was trying to hear what the Lord was saying because it was revelation that was coming out, and it was life-changing, and, and the whole time he's thinking in his mind, how come Jesus doesn't do something about this, this demon, this, this fog? How come he don't do something? Doesn't he know I, I need to hear what he's saying? And, and Brother Hagin got so frustrated, he said, I command you to stop in Jesus' name. And they said, instantly, that demon just fell to the ground and just whimpered. And the, and the screen just lifted right there. And he said, get out of here in the name of Jesus. And he said, he got up and just ran off. And he said, the Lord knew what he was thinking. And he said, if you wouldn't have done something about him, I couldn't. That's right. And Brother Hagin said, Lord, I, I know I didn't hear you right. He said, no, if you wouldn't have done something, I couldn't. Brother Hagin said, well, Lord, I, I, I know I'm seeing you in a vision, but I, I can't. I've never heard anything like that before. I've never taught anything like that before. I've read the New Testament 150 times at least over and over, and I haven't found any. If there's anything in there like that, I hadn't read it. And he said, well, there's a lot in there that you don't know. And I think we all fit in that category, right? Yes, sir. And he says, I'm going to need scripture to back this up. I need at least three scriptures. And the Lord's told him, he says, I'll give you not just three, I'll give you four. And he gave him Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. Because see, nowhere in the New Testament can you find God uh, doing anything with the devil for you and I. Because he's already done it. He's already disarmed principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness of this world. And then he turned and he gave that power and authority to you and I. Revelation chapter 1 verse 18 says, I was alive and then I was dead and I was alive forevermore. And now I'm the one that had the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And then he gave the keys. Keys represent authority. He gave that authority over to you and I. We have power and authority over all demons over all sickness, over all disease. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, it says, nor give place to the devil. Verse 25, 26 is talking about us. It's giving us direction here, and it says, for us not to give place to the devil. It doesn't say God don't give place to the devil. It doesn't say Jesus don't give place to the devil. It doesn't say Holy Spirit don't give place to the devil. It says, no, us, we, we don't give place to the devil. 
We don't give place to the devil. Go with me to James chapter 4, verse 7. I know you know these scriptures, but it does us good to, to look at it. To read it. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. He has given us power and authority to do something about sickness and disease and demons. James chapter 4, verse 7. It says, therefore, submit, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Yes. It doesn't say submit yourself to God and God will resist the devil. It doesn't say Jesus will resist the devil. It doesn't say the Holy Spirit will resist the devil. It says we resist the devil and he will flee from you. The word flee there means run as in terror, that he runs scared. He is, he is afraid of the anointing of God. He is afraid of the greater one on the inside of us. But, we, he, but he's counting on us staying ignorant. He's counting on us staying religious. He's counting on us not activating our authority and power. He's counting on us not to stick out our hand and say, sickness, you no longer have right in my body like you no longer have right in my life. He's counting on us not to, to take our place of dominion and authority that Jesus gave us. It says, who, whose responsibility is it to give no place to the devil? Who, who's supposed to resist the, de- resist the devil and him flee? We are. Go, go to 1 Peter chapter 5, just to the right. We have power and authority over all demons and over all disease. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Let's just start in verse 7. Now, that's 8 for, for time's sake. It says, be sober, be vigilant. 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your, your adversary, the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Be sober, be vigilant, verse 8, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Notice verse 9, resist him. Resist who? Resist him steadfast in the faith. Resist him. Who, who resist him? Who resist him? So he says, you give him no place. You resist the devil and he flees. He says right here, be sober, be vigilant because the adversary, your adversary, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion seeking someone he may devour. He says, so don't let him devour you. Resist him, stand firm in the faith. In the Amplified, it says, be unmovable. It says, be determined. You resist him. I resist him. Who resist him? We do. Go with me to Mark chapter 16. We do. We have power and authority over all demons, over all sickness, over all disease. We do. Say, I have power. Verse 15, Mark 16, verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature and every church on this planet says, Amen. Verse 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. Amen. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17, and these signs will follow those who believe. These signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they, they will cast out demons. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Wait, wait, hang, hang on a sec. Hang on, hang on. No, if we're going to believe verse 15 and we're going to believe verse 16, we're going to believe verse 17. 
And it says, these signs will follow those who believe. Follow means if, if Heather and I go somewhere and, and she's, she's following along, she's accompanying me, she's coming along beside me. He says, this is, these are the signs that follow who? The believer. We're believers, right? We, we, we are believers, not doubters, believers. That's right. So who, who resists the devil? We do. Who gives him no place? We do. And right here he goes on, and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. Who cast out demons? We do. They will speak with new tongues. Who, who does? We do. we do. If we believe in Jesus, then we should cast out demons. Yes. That's right. We believe in Jesus, we should speak with new tongues. That's the word. They will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, now it isn't talk about snake handling right here. We have one account when Paul, you know, whenever he's doing what God called and told him to do, he was on assignment and he got bit by a snake and he shook it off, right? And he kept doing what God had called and created him to do, letting us know the devil has no power and authority over us. Remember, behold, get a hold of this. Get a hold now. Get a hold. He's given us power and authority to trample over snakes, scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm you. Nothing, 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 nothing. And he goes on in verse 18, they will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, any deadly thing, if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. So no matter where you're at or what you're doing, if you drink or eat any deadly thing, it does not hurt us. Why? Because we believe, and these signs accompany us. And he goes on to say, they lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They, we have power and authority over all demons and over all sickness and over all disease. All of them, all of them. We are the ones who resist the devil in Jesus' name. We, we're nowhere in the Bible are we told to be strong in our own strength. We're strong in the Lord and the power of His might. We're not doing this in our own authority. We're not doing this in our own power, right? Greater is He that's in us than He that's in the world. It's His power, it's His authority that He's delegated to you and I for us to enforce the victory that He already died and rose from the dead to give us. But we've got to take our place in that place of power and authority and dominion. Matthew 28. Remember another story Brother Hagin told about him. And he had a dream or him and another minister were walking across like a football field or something. And and all of a sudden the other guy that was with him said, look! And they looked and these two lines were just... They're just running after them. And they both take off running across the football field. There were stands on both sides. And Brother Hagin stopped and said, it, it's, they're, they're too far away for us to make it. And so Brother Hagin turned back around and he started stepping towards the line. He says, I command you to stop in the name of Jesus. And he said, those lines, they just begin to smell him. Started just kind of rubbing around his leg. He said, get out of here, Jesus' name. He said, the two lines just ran, turned around and ran off. I remember when I was little, I was riding my horse, either with a friend or somebody, we're out in this pasture, and these Doberman pinchers, I mean, they come running across the pasture. And of course, I'm, I'm little, you know, out on my horse, and then my first reaction is, I'm out of here. I mean, I'm just, you're talking about getting a hold. Well, I'm getting a hold. I'm whooping and riding. And so I, I get home, and I don't know, next day, I tell my mom about this, and my dad was going to work or something, so me and my mom were out riding in this pasture. 
here come the Dolmen. You know, they're coming after again. Of course, my first reaction, and she said, don't you run from those dogs. And she grabbed a hold of my horse's reins right there, and she just stood her ground right there, and I think, oh, you know. And those dogs got as close as, I mean, they got close. She goes, you get it! And those dogs just stopped. And they just turned and walked away. And the older I've gotten, you know, like Smith Wigglesworth's story, whenever he's waiting for the bus, you know, and this, this lady, their little, little poodle comes out, little dog, you know, and he's, she said, now get on, get on, get on back to the house. She's waiting on the bus, and the, and the dog, you know, doesn't do anything. Now, come on, get on, you can't go with me. And the bus, bus comes up. She said, get, get on, and the dog, the dog turns, and, and Smith Wigglesworth, that's the way we got to do the devil right there. We've got to take our stand. That's right. Of play, our place of dominion and authority over all demons, over all diseases, over all demons. All of them. All, all of them. All diseases, all, all kinds of sickness, all of them. The power and authority wasn't just for the 12, it wasn't just for the 70. The power and authority was for you and I. Matthew chapter 28. Verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Now this is after he was raised from the dead. And he spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Verse 18, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. This is another place where Jesus then turned and he delegated his authority and power to the church. He says, now you go. Jesus is no longer going. We are his body upon the earth. And the same authority and dominion that he walked in, in his physical body, is the same power and authority that we walk in as his body now upon the earth. What does that power do? That power removes burdens and destroys yokes, right? Who's the burden maker and the yoke maker? Satan is. And Jesus is the yoke destroyer. The anointed one and his anointing destroys yokes, removes burdens and destroys yokes. And that same power, that same authority is in you. It's in me. It's in us. And the devil wants us to live timid. He wants us to live afraid. He wants us to, you know, and, and this is something very important to take note of. Anything motivated by fear, it's not of God. If it's motivated by fear, it's not being influenced by God. And so that area where there's fear, it's time for us to rise up and take our dominion and authority over all demons... All of them. God did not give us a spirit of fear. But of power, love, and a sound mind. 
the reason that we think it's normal to be afraid of sickness and disease because that's the way we've been trained. That's why Paul says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. The good, acceptable, the perfect will of God is that we live in divine health and healing. The perfect will of God is that we take our power and authority over all demons and all diseases and all sickness, and it no longer rules our life, but we speak to it and it obeys us. We have all power and all authority over all demons and over all diseases and over all sickness. The reason I keep saying it, because it, it, in, in this whole series on God's will to heal, we need to live in it. To renew our mind to it, to get it down into our heart, to meditate on these scriptures that we keep going over and over and over, realizing that Jesus, the same Jesus that rebuked the devil then, the same Jesus that rebuked fever then, is the same Jesus that is here today in us, and He's given the same power and the same authority that He walked into you and I. And He expects us to use His name, the name that is above every name. The name that has power in heaven, the name that has power on earth, the name that has power under the earth. The name of Jesus. 